Hey, ladies and gents, what's up? This is your host, Melanie Otero. Consider this your weekly free mini sessions of therapy, your dose of self-awareness, mental health, a little crazy, but a lot of realness. The goal is to keep it casual, but also provide insight to those who are going through it. And by it, I mean the actual ups and downs, roller coaster journey of this shit show we call life. Because guess what? We're going through it too. And my name is Melanie Vega, your co-host. I hope we all feel like this is an open space to freely speak our minds and really dive deep into different topics that you may not be able to speak freely with just anyone. I hope to really get to the root of some of our thoughts and be able to deconstruct and understand some of the feelings we may have and be able to come out of this a better person. So we hope you take a listen, stay a while, and let us stimulate your mind with a little bit of mental mental pleasure. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Mental Pleasure. Welcome back. What episode is this? 23. Oh my God, 23 already. Yes, and by this time, we will actually be, it will be Tuesday, what, 20, no, 17, 18, 19. Um, I would have come uh, back from Mexico. I can actually say that now, that it'll be after the bachelorette party, but I couldn't say that in the last episode because... She listens. Hopefully she listens. Um, while Nett, uh, is who is the bride-to-be, uh, she has no idea or had no idea that we were where we were going. I am so sorry. She had no idea? No. So she, when did she find out? She finds out, technically speaking, tomorrow. Yeah, at the airport. That is so where cool. Where we're going. That is so cool. Yeah. So I definitely had to be part of it. Me and Juan Nett have been friends since high school. I mean, I mean, talk about drinking and going out before we were like 18 to La Rumba. We used to go all the time. Oh my God. Lit. Um, Just had no business out. I mean, had no business in places that we ended up just, just bad. Like a lot of toxic, but a lot of uh, great times. I mean, that's one of my like lifelong friends forever. Even if like, there's been times where we may like grow distant and we haven't spoken for a bit. But we always, like, whenever we link up, it's I mean, absolutely. no lost time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have plenty of friends that are like that. You got to understand that your friends get busy and yeah. you guys, your lives might not align at the time. Right. But you know if you need something, you can call that yeah. bitch and be like, yo. Well, and help. so when we reconnected, like, because um, she was out in L.A. for a bit. Um, she's an amazing actress, her and her um, fiancé. Um, and look her up. Well, Net Santiago. Anyway, um, so yeah, her sister contacted me and was like, hey, I'm getting a list of girls together, of course, for the bachelorette trip. This is what we're going to do. And I was like, hell yeah. Like this, this is like the exact girl thing that I love, um, especially when it comes to people like in your circle that you're just tight with. Like these are those things that you go out of your way to do. And kind of really no matter how much money, like if, if I have it, I'm going to spend it, you know, like, and it, of course with savings backing me, but, um, you know, I just, I think too, like, would I want this, like my friends to do something like this for me? Like, absolutely. Yes. So I was like, yes, let's do this. This is celebration, celebrating love. So yes, we would have by now come back from Mexico. So hopefully next episode, or I'll just go on IG live and talk yeah. about this because that is the plan to Get more uh, present on Instagram and just all over social media. Yeah, all over social media, a lot more. So yeah, um, oh. but I'm excited. That is so exciting. Yeah, I just, I just, you gotta record the whole thing. 
I know. Like her I, reaction, everything. Yeah, I want to so put. Cool. I want to put a a cute little TikTok or like a reel together. We'll figure out how that goes. Yeah, it'll do be, real. Do it'll real. be insane. Um, it'll be nine of us in this really nice big ass house. We have a chef. We have uh, what is it? We have a chef concierge. We have everything. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, and um, we have a whole lineup of when um, what we'll be doing on what day. I am excited. I, you know, today was an amazing day. I mean, as you know, we shot more content for our social media and for our podcast, lovely podcast and our lovely listeners for you guys to get more visuals of, you know, just what we do and what's going on. Yeah, we're, so we're definitely going to try to um, create more content. Yes. And be way more active on all platforms. Yeah. But the photo shoot went great. Um, Melanie's an expert in front of the camera. I am not. <laughs> she used to shoot content, like style. What do you say? Uh, like, like street fashion. Like street fashion. Yeah. Like super dope. She's so comfortable. She poses. She moves. <laughs> she looks so natural. And I'm so stiff. That's normal though. That's it was funny because Greg is like, well, you got to teach her. She's not going to do it. Like you got to, you got to show her. I know. And I guess it's like, I don't know. It's it's to be expected though. Nobody yeah, expects no, anybody I mean, to be a professional. No, no, Even no, no, me, no. I'm I get awkward. I'm like, and then where? Well, you'll feel like you're doing something. Like this looks good. Like you, you know, you have this imagine uh, or this imagination. Image. Yeah, this image in your head. And then when you go look at the camera, you're like, oh, Ugh. I look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. I feel like I got way more comfortable later on. Absolutely. But uh, um, yeah, it was, I think it was just the nerves, you know. Yeah. Because I don't know how to pose. I don't really like pictures. And as you can see, I don't really post, which I am also going to try to do more of. Yeah, we posting. should. Yeah, Absolutely. we need to. But um, get more comfortable because since we're going to start video and all of that. So. It helps. I, I think that just um, going back to what was it, a couple episodes when I did my own photo shoot of just it helped my self-esteem. Um, you just view yourself when you see those pictures and you're like, wow, these are like actually really nice. You're like, oh, wow, I'm, be- I'm a beautiful person. Yeah. I mean, as corny as that sounds, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, how our minds get. Yeah, seen it through someone else's lens. Yeah. Because the p- p- person that I see in the mirror, baby. <laughs> well, and I, you know, we can get really used to, unfortunately, saying some really mean things to ourselves. Yes. And so um, I try to keep in mind, like, is this what you would tell your little girl self? Like, would you call yeah. yourself ugly or, you know, I know what you say. You know what you say. Would you say that? You know, it's mean. I guess, yeah. No, no, you're right. And also, like a like a definism, like a definism, like a um, <laughs> defense mechanism. Definism. I just <laughs> that's gonna be a new word, okay? You made an ism. Urban dictionary. Definism. Definism. A defense mechanism. mechanism. <laughs> Say it with us. Defense mechanism. Definism. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it just yeah. So we went. We shot some content. It's been a, it's been a full day. And we, um, it was so much fun. Honks, <laughs> yeah. We got um, like a million honks. I don't know what people want us to do, like show a tit or something. Yeah, what is it? Oh, and I'm like sweating my ass off. And this, the second outfit that uh, we decided <laughs> to dress is where we look like, uh, I mean, you guys will see it probably by now, maybe. Um, we look like real estate agents about to sell a million dollar house anyway. So, but my this dress that I'm wearing and this Georgia fucking heat. <laughs> No breeze, barely any breeze. Like we probably get breeze from like the cars passing by. Literally. Well, and we're in the middle of like building. Bucket. Yeah, Buckhead. Yeah. I mean, luckily it wasn't too too sunny, but anyway. 
Georgia Imagine Heat. Imagine it would have been sunny, sunny. I dress. Long story short, my 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 person right here next to me was sweating through my sweating. tits, through my stomach, through my ass crack, through my <laughs> vagina. I mean. I was to a point I was embarrassed walking like people walking past me because I know I had spots all over my dress. It didn't have it didn't help like the fabric was just whatever. I don't know. It's like anyway, she showered herself and I was just sweating and I knew it. as soon as I put it on I was like you know what I probably have like a good ten minutes before I sweat through. But this that's literally dress. what happened. We shot for ten minutes and we're like okay we're done. Um, no, but you know this used to be a thing. Okay, and I felt like my little girl high school self. Because I came out like my dad where we sweat in like cold weather too. Like we'll be profusely sweating. It's a thing. No, I'm serious. And I used to get so embarrassed like in class and like squeeze my armpits like real tight because I would sweat like through my shirt, like under my, it was just bad, like a big ass sweat spot. Like I just went running or something (laughs) and I'm just sitting in fucking class and it's like (laughs) 70 degrees. It's not even like it's hot in class, you know? So it brought me back to <laughs> a very Drama. traumatizing yeah, time in my life. Because, um, you know, kids make fun of stupid shit like that. Yeah. Especially if you're a girl that just, Absolutely. Ew, you're fucking sweating. No, yeah, we're literally like, no, it's just fucking sweat. Relax. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, you can see it. You can see the sweat. He's like, I can edit it. Relax. Yeah, no, I'm like holding my boobs because, yeah, it's just, it was, it was, it was funny. It was, it was funny. It was yeah. funny because you felt that way. You're yeah. so uncomfortable. So we're just poking fun at you. But no, all in love. And then, and then someone uh, is, is very flattering. Someone actually asked to take a picture with us. And I'm like, come on, Mel. Maybe he thinks we're famous or something. And I'm she's like, like he's trying to kidnap Yeah, us. he's trying to kidnap she's like, I'm trying to send this to a friend. And I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it's Atlanta, baby. I know, like, right? Meeting around, no, uh, literally, around the like, corner. No, literally, like, selfie, random people. They think we're famous, baby. Bitch, nah. <laughs> they're, they're trying to scout us. We're hopefully, famous. Hopefully they follow Greg home. He listens to, uh, he listens to, the, to podcast, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avid listeners. Dedicated fans. That is so funny. Um. So, yeah. Hey, and if you ever listen to our, if you listen to our episode and you ever see us out in public, please say hi. Because we absolutely would love to talk. We love to talk, period. But... Um, if it's about the podcast, you just want to say, Hey, if it's anything, about a, a topic on any episodes that we had. Yeah. We'd love to discuss it in person, you know? Yeah. Or just have a little chat. A little chatty chat. So, um, I do have to say that on the way home, cause we of course had to come home for this recording and actually we have to record this early, not only because I'm, I'm going on vacation, but also our technician, our engineer, Dan, <laughs> technician, um, he's going out of town too. So we're recording quite a bit early. But um, on the way home from the photo shoot, we had to record. I ended up getting a phone call from my mom, and I felt like my day turned upside down. As good as it was is pretty much ha- as how low and sad I felt. And um, my dad is not doing too well. Um, we had first gotten news that he... Got his right leg amputated this morning, and he didn't let anybody know anything was being done. I knew that he had been acting kind of weird the last couple of days um, that I had spoken to him because he just sounded really out of it. And he was kind of in denial as far as like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, because then the next day he would sound completely fine. So um, come to find out, thank God. Like 10 minutes, a long 10, 15 minutes later, we found out he didn't get his right leg amputated. Mind you, this would be his second amputation if he did get it. 
um, they had just taken off surgically, um, and it was a still a bit, pretty big procedure. They had to take off the dead scabs that were on his leg that can basically lead to gangrene if it goes, um, you know, uncared for. And so they took that off, and um, obviously that's a whole lot better news, but it was a really rough 10 to 15 minutes thinking my dad once again got another amputation, and he didn't tell us. And um, I'm leaving to Mexico tomorrow. And am I about to drop that and drop everything and go see my dad? Because I just, you know, the worst thoughts come to mind. I don't know how long I have left with my dad. And I hate to say that. And I hate to even be sad. Like I was telling Melanie earlier, I hate to sit here and be like, oh, my God, you know, what if I lose my dad when what I think is, how I wonder how my dad feels like he's scared to death. Is he, does he think he's going to die right now? Like I can not even imagine, you know, you're going through so many procedures and day to day you're sick and you're in a rehab every day and you don't get to be around people you really love like family and friends. And um, yeah, it's a scary and very sad feeling. Because I am, at the end of the day, a huge daddy's girl. I've always been a daddy's girl. My dad and I have always had this strong connection. And unfortunately, with that being the same personality kind of people, we bumped heads a lot. And also, like I was telling Mel, I wish that when we were teenagers and kids, it was almost the opposite. Like, we had we were aware and we knew how valuable this time that we get with our parents and siblings, um, how important that is around that time, because really we don't get that time back. Um, and we don't even get the, that kind of time like we did before where we were with our parents every day, yeah. all the time when we were just wanting to like go out when be with our friends, like, no, I don't want to be with you mom and dad. Like, and like I was also telling Mel, it's just so crazy that um, we we the, our parents would tell us, yeah, straight up, like you are gonna you're taking these moments for granted. Yeah, when you get older, you're gonna see. Yeah, and you're gonna feel and all these things. And then now we're feeling and going through these, and and, and now you're doing it to your own kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh no, I'm telling him like. Oh, God. Call your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. And you just don't understand. You're so innocent. You're you're so, you know. And stupid, honestly. So dumb. I was so dumb and selfish. And um, I am grateful that I obviously feel completely opposite um, today. I can say that. But, you know, my dad is in Florida. I am in Georgia. Um, you know, I have my family here. I can't. I, at the same time, I can't up and leave as, you know, if it was completely necessary. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could up and leave temporarily. Um, but it's that's a huge decision, you know. And um, I know my, that's something that my dad wouldn't necessarily want me to do. Like, as a parent that cares and, you know, who understands, like, hey, you have your life. That's, kind, that's the kind of person my dad is. I mean, that's the kind of person that he's being right now. The fact, like I was telling her, like, even though he didn't tell you, he was just trying to protect you at the end of the day. Yeah. But I'm glad he's now understanding that you guys do need to know. Yeah. You never know what could possibly happen, you know? Oh, no. I told him, I said, uh, Dad. And, and I actually, I didn't even scold him. The first thing I said was, I'm sorry you didn't feel um, like you could tell us. Because wow. for some reason, 
you felt that you couldn't tell us, right? I, I don't know what that is. You know, we'll talk about it more later. But um, that was the first thing I said because I really am getting into this phase of um, just awareness and learning about my own feelings, not only about my own feelings, but also about someone else's that I'm even talking to. It could be a simple conversation, but I'm literally thinking, you know, I wonder what they think. I wonder how they feel and, you know, how they feel when I say this or, you know, even after the fact, if I've said something a little bit rough, I'm immediately like maybe regretting it or thinking like, well, I hope that person didn't take it wrong. Um, so it's just really trying to connect with other people, I guess, is um, where I'm trying, what I'm trying to learn. Yeah. 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 Very empathetic lately. And so with my dad, yeah, that's a super soft spot. So I was just, you know, I immediate sadness because it's been a roller coaster for a while and um, yeah, just deciding on what to do and uh, take it day by day. I mean, that's all you can really do for now, you know? Yeah. Thankfully it wasn't an amputation. Yeah, it wasn't an amputation. Um, but we will keep you guys updated if you can please just uh, prayers, positive thoughts, anything that, um, you know, you believe in. And I would definitely appreciate that uh, because I do believe in the power of prayer and just positivity. Um, like I said, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a daddy's girl and I could not imagine that at this time in my life. I don't want to. I have imagined it plenty of times too much for my own good. Because like we say, and like research does show, you know, when you think about these events and you think about something that does, hasn't even happened, you basically are putting yourself through, through it. emotionally yeah, and physically. And yeah. so when you feel like when you think negatively so much or uh, think about a certain situation that hasn't even happened yet and you feel that gut feeling like you've gotten sick, that's your body going through it. Yeah, you physically feel it. Yeah. Like I said, your dad is such a strong man. Yeah. Literally. And I'm pretty he sure really he's is. the strongest man you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that just, it makes me think about so much. I don't know. It's just it, how we had such an amazing day. Like, so many smiles. Like, you felt good. Like, we're just like. Everything was just so beautiful. It's just weird, and it's um, like an oxymoron of how it happened, like how it can be 110 on this side, positive, and how it can just drop immediately within seconds, and that's what happened. I mean, that's just life right there at the end yeah. of the day, and it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions, and there are going to be highs, there are going to be lows, but... It makes me think, it makes me... Definitely more. It, it's a reminder every day it's a to reminder. be grateful. To be grateful. And to not even worry about the small, stupid things like, I don't know, just it's shit like that a, we worry like about. Slap into reality. You know? Yeah. Like, like, there are more important things to worry about. Yeah. Just always look at the bigger picture. Like we always say, be kind to one another. Yeah. Um, don't, don't sweat the small things. Look at the glass half full. Yeah. And think positively. And... And work on yourself, guys. Um, if there's one thing that really uh, it really taught me as well, um, everything going with my dad, um, going on with my dad, he never really took care of his health, and um, and that I think that's a common thing for men is that they just kind of they're not quick to go to the doctor, you know, 
they're not quick to get something checked out, even if it's been bothering them for a while. At least that's how my dad was. And I know that's actually how a lot of men are. They'll just kind of tough, tough through it. Yeah. And um, a lot of these things end up becoming bigger issues. Yeah, small things become big things. Yeah. And so that's what happened with my dad. Um, he's always had diabetes and... You know, he was always a drinker as far as um, just drinking a lot of beers by the end of the night. I mean, um, he didn't he didn't really communicate his feelings um, the best way, I guess. You know, to say what I know now, I wish I wish that was something that my dad learned, um, you know, when he, he was my age, because um, I think that's what made us bump heads a lot, because it was just as I was growing, it was confusing for me to see um the bipolar tendencies uh because there was like that lack of communication and he didn't really show too much emotion you know it was just a up and down like anger sad or or anger and happiness yeah. that's really it um so yeah take care of yourself and that's why i strive to be the best as far as like physical fitness and just pushing myself to do better because um you know, all those annoying things I even would tell my dad and I make my dad like these vegan vegetarian meals sometimes and like healthy when um, we all still live together. And um, he would like kind of make fun of me for it and like rag on the family when I would go through like these vegetarian phases and stuff like that or like pescatarian. But at the end of the day, um, it was like the other month or a couple months ago, my dad said, you know, he was telling the whole family in our group chat, he was like, you know, you need to do, you guys should really try to do what Mimi does, like as far as, you know, consciously eating, watching out where you're eating, you know, working out and all that. And it actually made me feel good because it's like he realized it, yeah. that he should have taken better care of himself. And so huge, huge uh, motivation is my dad behind health and wellness, period. Yeah. Because these things that, you know, we continue to shove under the rug um, emotionally, uh, that becomes physical illness and it just grows and festers inside of you. And so whatever is inside of you, it has to come out at some point. And what happens is, is that it erupts in certain ways, whether it's cancer, because, you know, cancer cells, um, they lack oxygen and, you know, there are emotions, um, you know, that, when you're in negative low emotions, you know, your oxygen levels are low, you know, you're easy to get sick. There's just so many ways that, you know, emotional, negative emotions can have just an overall physical effect on your health. So please take care of yourself and start little by little just dealing with um, the small things every day that you normally don't face and don't want to face. Yeah, just take it day by day and you don't have to do everything at one time. Right. Just pick one thing and work on it yeah. and then just move from there. And get your uh, physical uh, physicals once a year. Um, I say that and I know I haven't gotten a physical in a bit, but I try to, um, what was it? I try to get one at least once a year. I pay out of pocket. You know, I don't, I guess I am kind of the kettle calling the kettle black or what is it? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't go to the doctor for just any old thing. Like yeah. if I get, if I get sick, I, for the most part, I try to let my body fight it off. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and like be bleeding from an area or like, I don't know, fall down and bust my head and not go or toughen it out. But 
it's more so of holistic approach to things as yeah. opposed to just going to the doctor and getting antibiotics and like, oh, we don't really know what's going on, but here's some yeah. medicine to yeah. try to figure it out. Um, but physicals are important as far as uh, I definitely try to get those once a year because um, they check your blood and all that. A lot and of people you know where you are. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, um, for example, that they're diabetic uh, until later on in life. And then this really is too late because then you end up being like type one or type two. Uh, whichever one is worse. I forgot which one. But um, diabetes can change your life. And I say that because my dad had diabetes all his life and affected all his other health conditions uh, tremendously. So, yeah. There you go, guys. That was There was my little speech. <laughs> there was my little health and wellness speech as far as that goes. But, you know, um, I don't know what else you had to share. I mean, I know we wanted to make it a little short today. Um you know, we will be having a guest on our next next episode. So definitely look forward to that. To that. We've been wanting to bring a male perspective on the podcast. And it looks like we will be doing that. So get geared up for that, you guys. Yeah. I mean, Dan was already on the oh, podcast. Oh, shit. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Dan, you're li- I know Dan. you're listening to this. <laughs> I know you're listening I to this. I love you, Dan. You are not a male perspective. No. <laughs> Dan, I love you so much. Please just ignore that. <laughs> no, we are going to have another um, male perspective on mental health and, and all sorts of other things. Yeah. So we look forward to that. Um, yeah, this episode is going to be a little short, but we've had a long week and we've had a long day. A today. long day. Ended up really being highs, longer. Really lows. Please be thankful. Say I love you to the people you love the most and you're surrounded by. Um, try to walk. Try to, I don't know, call somebody and tell them that you love them. Be kind to be kind, be kind to a stranger. To yeah. yeah, be kind to a stranger. Don't be so hard-headed. And I don't know. Sometimes Just be kind. Sometimes it's easy not to care, but how about doing something that's challenging and and care? Absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah. So lend a helping hand, Dan. I love you. So sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, he, um, we'll we'll meet you back on the next episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Mental pleasure. Bye bye.